This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. The answer to the question why fertilizer prices have soared contains a combination of structural explanations both here in the United States and abroad. No one is surprised that crop input costs have risen, but why in some cases have they doubled or tripled in a few months? The United States is the largest importer of fertilizer in the world, but more than half of our nitrogen and over 85% of our potash coming from international sources. In part, this dependence on imports was engineered by U.S. fertilizer companies, shuttering plants after they requested tariffs be placed in imported phosphate fertilizer, which was approved by the U.S. Court of International Trade. Reduced domestic production and import surge. Why would that surprise anyone? Domestic production of fertilizer is not meeting demand, and duties placed in imported fertilizer increased the price of domestically produced fertilizer to U.S. farmers. Tariffs have never worked. Those placed on China only forced them to shift production to Vietnam or elsewhere, where they circumvented the tariff. A similar situation occurred with phosphate imports. They placed tariffs on Russia and Morocco, and that just opened the market to other global producers, so nothing changed but the price of fertilizer went higher for U.S. farmers. Unless waived, these duties continue for five years, lasting until March 2026. As of last September, shares of Mosaic had gained 78.2% in the past year, compared with a 53.5% rise of the industry. The company's revenue growth looks a lot like the price increase in fertilizer. While a number of new fertilizer plants were built, the number of companies in the fertilizer business shrank from 46 to 13 since the 1980s, and in the case of potash, Nutrient and Mosaic control 93% of North American potash. Just four companies control 75% of nitrogen production and distribution. Nutrient, Mosaic, CF Industries, and Yara USA. To suggest that this industry concentration has nothing to do with what fertilizer prices have done is absurd. Some fertilizer companies are complaining about imports all the while securing them. Farm groups such as the National Corn Growers Association, American Soybean Association, National Cotton Council, National Sorghum Growers and Ag Retailers Association have appealed the countervailing duty, but unless the petitioners, Mosaic and CF Industries, joins in the request, it will not be granted. CF Industries also petitioned the Commerce Department for duties on urea ammonium nitrate imports from Russia, Trinidad, and Morocco that have been granted preliminary approval. Mosaic disputes that it has 80% of the market, claiming only 50%, but either way they have market power. The Commerce Department is supporting their monopoly or oligopoly. China banned exports of phosphate fertilizer, and then we put tariffs on imports. Both are blows to U.S. farmers. U.S. fertilizer companies created a shortage and then got the government to put tariffs on their competition. The National Corn Growers called that a masterpiece of irresponsible corporate social responsibility, unquote. The group estimates that the tariffs on imports add between 480 and $640 million to the farmer's fertilizer bill. In Brazil, farmers had to purchase everything, crop inputs, that they intended to use during the growing season ahead of time, and often either warehouse it in town or on the farm. There was little room for any change in cropping plans or ability to buy a new pesticide if an unexpected problem arose. They would just have to make the adjustment the following year. 
Most of the time here in the United States, farmers could get products whenever they needed from more than one supplier. There was a cost to holding inventory of crop inputs in Brazil that U.S. farmers did not have. U.S. farmers also didn't have great risk of having their crop inputs stolen off the farm as they do in Brazil. This advantage for U.S. farmers is being lost. They will be forced, as are Brazilian farmers, to source and commit to crop inputs ahead of the season as the supply chain here Brazilianizes. Our family cattle feedlot has a logo on shirts and caps that reads where manure happens, except that the word used is not manure. That is not a politically correct term, but it is nevertheless literally correct terminology for what is produced in a feedlot. In a rhetorical sense, there's a lot of that happening in the fertilizer industry. Manure is our alternative to commercial fertilizer, and the way that we protect ourselves from this industry concentration and mercenary fertilizer pricing. I love it. The more manure, the better. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on market opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits. Thank <laughs> you.